It's great to be together. I want you to say those two words with me that are on the screen. Ready? One, two, three. Each other. Come on, say it again. Each other. Now turn to that person that you already communicated with and tell them. Each other. We are each other. It's important for us to get this. We are in the middle of this series called Each Other. So if you have come this week, it's like you've come in on the middle of the movie. Um, so you want to back up on our podcast or website and listen to the weeks prior, and it'll kind of catch you up to what we've been talking about. We've based it on what Jesus told his closest followers in John 13. It's one of the most incredible passages that, that Jesus shared. Take a look at it. Jesus said, I give you a new commandment. Read this part with me. Love each other as I have loved you. Come on, one more time. Love each other as I have loved you. Jesus gives us one commandment. He boils it all down to one commandment. And then the New Testament unpacks that commandment for us. There are actually 58 different times in the New Testament where we are told to love each other by expressing it in various ways. The apostles Peter, James, John, they all write about how we're supposed to love each other by expressing it in these different ways. But Paul, the apostle Paul, writes the most. And so we've been hitting some of Paul's passages about each other. Paul gives us dozens of applications of how we're supposed to love each other. This is part five. We've already you know, talked about that. But in Galatians 5, uh, last week, uh, I'm sorry, Galatians 6, rather, we talked about sharing each other's burdens. The week before that, we talked about making allowances for each other. The week before that, in Galatians 5, we talked about loving each other by serving each other. And so we've been unpacking these things, and today we look at a real interesting passage. It's not really um, what's called an imperative command in New Testament, like serve each other is, a, is kind of an, a command kind of statement. This is more of something of a realization, and so I wanted to include this in our study, in this series, because we need to have this realization exactly of what Paul talks about, that we belong to each other. So take a look at Romans 12. If you've got a Bible or your mobile device, you can follow along there. There's an outline inside your brochure that you can use and follow along. The texts are up on the screen. Let's read this passage together, Romans 12, 5. Come on, read it with me. We are many parts of one body, and we all belong to each other. Come on, read it one more time. We are many parts of how many? One body, and we all belong to each other. Now, it's interesting that Paul is writing to Jesus' followers. He's specifically talking, if I can use our language, to church people, to Christians, and he's saying we are a part of one body. We all belong to each other, and that's the thing that we're going to talk about, that we are a part of this body Together, And I thought a really cool way for us to do that, to kind of get us awake and get us moving, get the, the, the adrenaline moving a little bit in our bodies, the energy moving, is to have a little fun with it. So we're going to stand together. Would you stand with me, if you don't mind? And I want you to take a look at this video, and this is going to walk us through. I think Brooke's going to help us. I know Kelly's going to help us. And um, we're going to, come on, Kelly. And, um, and so she didn't know she was helping. She just got volunteered on the spot, right? Um, and we're going to do this together, okay? So we're going to wake up, right? Just turn to the person next to you and tell them, come on, wake up. Come on, come on, all right? Here we go. Let's go ahead, Shane. Hit it for us, bud. Here we go. Ready? Head. Shoulders, knees, and toes, knees, and toes. Head, shoulders, knees, and toes, knees, and toes, and eyes, and ears, and mouth, and nose. Head, 
shoulders, knees and toes, knees and toes. One more time. Ready? Now you got it. One more time. Head, shoulders, knees and toes, knees and toes. Head, shoulders, knees and toes, knees and toes. And eyes and ears and mouth and nose. Head. Shoulders, knees and toes, knees and toes. Give yourself a hand. Give these girls a hand. You bet. Turn to the person next to you and tell them I've never been so embarrassed in church in all my life, right? <laughs> all right. Now we're awake. I love it. I love it. So I want to ask you a question to start us off with today. Why? And you don't have to give me an answer. Okay? This is just a rhetorical question. Just for you that like to jump in and, you know. No. Okay, just think about it. Why are you here today? Why are you here today? Some of us come on Sundays to be with other Jesus followers. And there's nothing wrong with that. You want to make connection. You want to make friends. You want to hang out with each other. There's nothing wrong in that. Some of us come because we like the music or because we want a sermon. You're still here, so that's good. I'm glad you're still here because you must have liked something, right? Um, it's a good sign. Some of you, some of us, feel some kind of obligation to be here. Sometimes we feel like there's um, a hoop that we have to jump through religiously, and so we have this spiritual guilt that we have to come and satisfy. Some of us would rather be somewhere else if we had a choice. Some of these are good reasons, some of these not so much. But more than any other reason, you and I need to realize one thing, and this is the one truth that we're pushing forward today. Get this down on your outline. If you don't have it in front of you, please get it in front of you. Fill it in. It's going to help you remember, okay? Get this down. We are a body, and we belong to each other. We are a body, and we belong to each other. Come on, say it with me. We are a body, and we belong to each other. The Apostle Paul used this language in the New Testament extensively. He talked about a church being a body with many parts and that all parts are necessary. Tell your neighbor, you're necessary. You are. All parts are necessary and all parts are there for each other. We are a body. Say it with me. We are a body and we belong to each other. So let's, let's get into this text in Romans 12. We're going to back up one verse and get some context so that we really understand what Paul's talking about. Take a look with me. Paul says, just as our bodies have many parts and each part has a special, special function, so it is with Christ's body. We are many parts of one body and we all belong to each other. Now, yes, you are your own person. You are an individual. You have your own identity. You have your own journey spiritually. You have your own expression, your own gifts and skills and talents. You have all of those things. But if you are a follower of Christ, Paul says that you are a part of something bigger than just you. You are a part of the body of Christ, the church. You have a bigger role to play than just your part. We are belong to each other. We are a body. We belong to each other. I love this phrase that I came across a couple of weeks ago. Paul says that following Jesus, Jesus isn't a me thing. Following Jesus isn't a me thing. It's a we thing. Isn't that good? That's something that you and I as Jesus followers, if you're a follower in this room, we need to get this. It's not about us. 
I'm sorry, it's not about me, it's about us. It's not about me, it's about we. We are a body. We are connected. Every part is connected, is interconnected with each other. Paul expands in 1 Corinthians 12. If you don't know, he wrote three different times about this idea, this analogy of a body. In 1 Corinthians 12, Paul writes this. The human body has many parts, but the many parts make up one whole body. Doesn't that sound familiar to what he wrote in Romans 12? It's almost identical, just kind of flipped, right? The human body has many parts. We see that, but many parts make up one whole body. Ever wonder how many parts there are in the human body? Now, Adrian may know. She's a nurse, so she, she may know that. But, but you may not know that, that there are so many parts. The American Association of, of Autonomists lists that there are 7,500 named human body parts. 7,500 human body parts. Isn't that amazing? So there's all these parts in our body that are working together. And how many of you know that when one part doesn't work right, out of that 7,500, you know it. Come on, right? Like right now, you're probably sitting there and you may have something that's not quite working right and you're, all, you're like, I know, I got it right now, you know? Okay? It's true. That's the way it works. Ever get your toes stepped on? I mean, what happens when your toe gets stepped on? I mean, think about it. Your whole body is affected when somebody steps on your toe. Your toe hurts. Your head reacts by realizing that you have pain. Ow, right? And what do you do? You look down. And so your eyes are affected. Everything begins, your, your arms react by pushing the person off. Get off of me. You know, your, your mouth is engaged because now you're telling them, get off of my foot, right? I mean, you're, you're all engaged in this process. And even your eyes react probably with some tears if it's hard enough. Your whole body is connected to that little toe that just got hurt. It's amazing. Why? Because you're one body. You're all interconnected. It all works together. Then Paul adds something in verse 12. Look at this. The human body has many parts, but the many parts make up one whole body. So it is with the body of Christ. It's like what he said in Romans 12. The body of Christ, the church. We are a body. I, I, you know, each of us have eyes and ears and arms and legs and hands and feet and all kinds of other parts going on. And these make up the same body. And without our parts, we, we would not have much of a body, would we? Huh. It's true for the church. Get this down in your outline. We need every part functioning properly to have a healthy church body. Every part functioning properly to have a healthy church body. Your arms are not going to be off doing their own thing as you're walking down the street. Wouldn't that be weird? I mean, some people have that going on. You know, I'm, have you seen weird people, people that walk weird? I'm, we were at the fair on Friday, and I, I'm a people watcher. I love doing that. And there's some weird people, or at least they, they just kind of carry themselves. You know what I'm talking about? Am I the only one? I'm sorry. I'm just confessing here, okay? But, I mean, some people, some people walk like this. You know, they just... There's straight arm. You ever seen people like that? And other people, they just kind of, they just kind of do this kind of thing, right? And can you imagine like walking and your arms just decide they're going to do their own thing and they just disconnect from you? That'd be that'd be different, huh, Anthony? It'd be different. Your legs are not going to do their own thing. You're walking down the street. That would really be a problem, right? If all of this kind of stuff happened, if a body part just decides to disconnect and do its own thing, that would be a mess, right? Unfortunately, in churches, it happens all the time. 
It's true. Someone gets their feelings hurt and they don't come. Someone disagrees with something, they don't come. Something, you know, does not go the way someone wants, they leave the church. Someone doesn't like something that somebody said, they leave the church. And what happens? The body suffers. The body suffers when that happens. Remember, it is a we thing, not a me thing. We are a body. Come on, say it with me. We are a body, and we belong to each other. Paul continues, yes, the body has many different parts, not just one part. If the foot says, I am not a part of the body because I'm not a hand, that does not make it any less a part of the body. And if the ear says, I am not a part of the body because I'm not an eye, would that make it any less a part of the body. Sometimes, sometimes people think it doesn't matter if I stay connected to my church. It doesn't matter. I'm not needed. Nobody will be affected if I'm not there. But when you don't gather, if you are a follower of Christ, when you don't gather together with your church body, it affects the body. A lot of the times we just dismiss it as just an absence. It's not a big deal. I'll just be absent. Kind of like being absent from a class. But, but do you realize that it's not an absence? You're wrong. It's a disconnection. If you are a part of a body that is a church and you choose to not participate, you are disconnecting your body part from the body. That's what Paul is saying. That's huge. The disconnection affects the whole body. It affects the health of the body, the functioning, the movement of the body. How many of you got a sheet that's a body part when you came in, they were on your chair? Yeah, yeah. If you don't have one, grab one nearby you there. You're going to need it, all right? I want you to stand with me, and I want you to find two other people that have a sheet in their hand, a body part sheet, all right? Come on, come on, stand with me. All right? This is an interactive study today. We're involved in this. To find two other people, and here's the question I want you to answer with each other. What would happen if your body part disconnected from your body? Whatever your body part is, what would happen if your body part disconnected? Come on, just talk about it. You got 60 seconds. Go for it. What would happen if your body part disconnected? Okay. All right. You can be seated. It is critical to realize that our interconnectedness is important. It's critical to realize our interconnectedness with each other. We are a body and we what? Belong. You didn't help me finish that. I'll tell you it again. We are a body and we belong to each other. The interconnectedness of our body is so important to know the role that God has you in, the role that you play, even in a church, that God wants to use you in a church, and he has a role. And it's so critical that we understand that every single part matters. Every single part has an important function. Um, 
I don't, I don't know if you've uh, ever, like, dug into a little bit of info about body parts. I did that this week because I just thought, you know, what, what do some of these body parts do? I thought it would be real interesting. Anybody have biceps? Anybody have that? You have biceps? Okay. So, so everybody put your arm out. Would you put your arm out with me? Okay. Biceps, listen, biceps are the muscles which bend the arm at the elbow. Okay. If you didn't have biceps, you couldn't do that. Okay, how are you going to do brushing your teeth <laughs> or, or combing your hair? Okay, or if you don't have hair, it's no big deal. But if you have hair, you know what I'm saying? It'd be tough, right? Okay, how many of you, who has triceps? Anybody have triceps? All right, okay, triceps. George, you got triceps. All right, triceps, it's the muscle which straightens the arm. Okay, so everybody make, make a muscle like this, right? Make a muscle, right? Triceps are back here, the ones that straighten it out. Right? So let's just go the reverse of that. What if you were like this all the time? Right? Okay, I mean, think about that, right? You could never straighten out. It'd be tough to tie your shoes, wouldn't it? Ugh, yeah. You look like Popeye or something all the time, right? All right. Who has a big toe? Anybody have a big toe? Okay, grab that one. Yeah. Okay, Kelly has a big toe. So, so think about your big toe. Everybody look down at your big toe. Think about it for just a minute. Your big toe carries the greatest load of your body. Did you know that? Okay. Each time you take a step, I'm just reading this for you, your foot rolls forward, shifting your body weight onto the ball of your foot as you prepare to push off into the next step. For most people, this means that your big toe bears the load of your weight as you push off for every step you take. Considering how many steps you take in a day, it's no wonder people experience pain and serious conditions in their big toes. Interesting. In fact, this, this is really good. Recent scientists at a university in Johannesburg, South Africa, determined that the base of the big toe, nor, known as the, uh, the hallux, halux, hallux, is what makes it possible for humans to walk and run upright. They conclude that in apes, the big toe is more thumb-like in grasping capabilities, such as tree climbing. But our big toes demonstrate that humans are uniquely adapted to stand, walk, and run upright on two legs. Isn't that interesting? Okay. Who has the nose? Anybody have the nose? All right. Robert, right? All right. All right. All right. The nose. Hold your nose. Everybody hold your nose. Okay. Well, not really. But anyway, here's, this is amazing. We... What is your nose for? What well, we all think? Oh, breathing, right? Okay, this is amazing, okay? Be, be ready to, to be astounded here, okay? Your nose, yes, is the primary pathway for breathing, but did you know it's the primary pathway? Even if you're a mouth breather, your nose, anybody, have, anybody mouth breathers like when they sleep at night? You're right, okay? Your nose is still, your nasal cavity is still involved. Even, listen to this, even with aggressive exercise where mouth breathing is dominant, Air continues to pass through the nose. Despite the fact that the, that the mouth is a bigger tube, people feel remarkably uncomfortable if their nose is plugged or congested. And how many would, you, would agree with that? I do. I hate it, right? Um, listen to this. Your nose not only helps you breathe, get this, your nose moisturizes and humidifies the air you breathe in. Did you know that? It's a natural humidifier. Um, your lungs, your throat do not tolerate and process dry air very well. And so it has to be moist enough. 
What about this one? Your nose cleans the air you breathe. Did you know that one? The air we breathe has all kinds of stuff in it. They list some things. It's pretty funny. Oxygen, nitrogen, dust, pollution, allergens, smoke, bacteria, viruses, bugs. And, and it just, the nose just filters that stuff out. Did you ever get a bug in your nose? Anyway, I'm not going to ask that. Um, this one. Your nose regulates the temperature of the air you breathe. Now, that, that was a new one to me. The passing of air through the nose allows the air to become more body temperature which is tolerated better by the tissues. Okay? There's another one. Your nose plays a key role in your taste. Did you know that your taste buds are connected? You ever have a cold and you can't taste? It's like your favorite food and you taste and you go, what's wrong with this? It's you. It's not the food. It's you. Okay? Your taste buds have been affected by your cold. All the refinement in taste is related to smell. This is the one that gets me, though. Your nose shapes the sound of your voice. That's amazing to me. What we hear when people speak and sing is a large, in a large part is related to the resonating structure of the throat and the nose. The voice is produced in the larynx, but that sound is really a buzzing sound. The richness of the sound is determined by how the sound is processed above the larynx which includes and occurs in the throat and the nose. The nasal voice we hear when someone has a cold or allergies is due to the loss of the resonation since the air cannot pass through the nose. Wow. Now, did you know that your nose was that important? I mean, hold your nose again and say, I'm so thankful you're here. Would you do that? I'm so thankful you're here because you make me who I am, right? I mean, we are recognized a lot of the times, not just by facial recognition, but by vo vocal recognition. When, I mean, when I call home and my wife answers the phone, it's because I recognize her voice. I know it's my wife, right? And so your nose plays an important role. All parts, that was my point, all parts play an important role. Your part makes sense when it operates in the whole. Did you hear that? You, you may be a big toe and you're like, man, what is my purpose? It's this big toe thumping around, you know, or this snoz over here, this nose, just all by itself. What am I supposed to do? You know what? You're missing the body. So not only when you are away from the body, get this, this is so big for us as followers of Jesus. When you are away from the body and disconnected from the body, you are not only affecting and hurting the body but you are affecting yourself. Why? Because you do not have purpose in life. Wow. This is huge. Paul knew that. He knew that he had to push this through. So three different times in three different letters to three different groups of followers of Jesus, he pushes this theme of body. The role you play makes sense. When you function together. Look what Paul says. Verse 17. If the whole body were an eye, how would you hear? And if your whole body was an ear, how would you smell anything? But our bodies have many parts. And God has put each part just where he wants it. How strange a body would be if it only had one part. Yes, there are many parts, but only one body. The eye can never say to the hand, I don't need you. The head can never say to the feet, I don't need you. In fact, 
Some parts of the body that seem weakest and least important are actually the most necessary. Just like our nose, huh? Interesting. So all the body parts are needed to be a complete body. This is true not only for you physically, but it's true for us as a church. We are parts of one body. Each of us is important and necessary. We need you. Pathway Church needs you. Please get that today. We need you. We need everyone to be healthy here at Pathway Church. Without you, we struggle to survive. The body cannot function properly when parts are missing. If someone is missing or has gone AWOL, the whole body suffers. Look what Paul says in 1 Corinthians 12, 27. Together, you are the body of Christ. Come on, read it with me. Together, notice he says that first word there. Together, you are the body of Christ. Here it is. And each one of you is a part of that body. So in in Ephesians 4, Paul says he's finishing off this trilogy about about his body. Paul tells us that the body must work to fulfill a purpose. There is a purpose for this. Take a look, Ephesians 4.11. Christ gave to the church the apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, and the pastors and teachers. Their responsibility is to equip God's people to do his work and build up the church, the body of Christ. So, i got a question for you. Jesus gives leaders to the church. What is the purpose of those leaders? What is the responsibility of those leaders? We just read it. Help me out. It's to what? To equip God's people to do the work. To equip God's people to build up the church, the body of Christ. Get this. Leaders, Leaders are meant to simply be trainers, equippers. But the people, you and I, we're called to do the ministry and to build up the church. So just to be clear, don't miss this, the ministry and the building up of the church is to be done by who? The people. Wow. The people. Paul expands on this a little bit later in verse 15, look what, 14 rather. Look what he says. Christ, who is the head of his body makes the whole body fit together perfectly. As each part does its own special work, wait, let's back up, let me read that again. As each part does its own special work, it helps the other parts grow. Whoa. Wait, do you mean, Bart, that when I'm not here When I'm not engaged, even if I am here, if I stay disconnected from my church, do you mean that I'm affecting another part, not just the church big, but another person directly? Yes. If you are not connected, you affect everybody in your church. Wow. Paul's pretty strong on this, isn't he? He He's saying we belong to each other. 
I mean, don't miss what he's saying. As each part does its own special work, it helps the other parts grow. Look at this. So that the whole body is healthy and growing and full of love. I want you to get this down in your outline. Each of us plays a role in the health and growth of our church body. Each of us plays a role in the health and growth of our church body. And if you're a part of Pathway Church, guess what? This is speaking directly to you today. You are a part of a body that needs health and growth. And it's us. It's not one person or a few people. It is all of us that brings that. The health and growth of the body depends on each part doing what it was designed to do. So Romans 12, 5, what did Paul say? We are many parts of one body and we all belong to each other. You see how he just kind of just says it in all three different places. Galatians, Ephesians, I'm sorry, 1 Corinthians, Ephesians, Romans. He says it in all these places. What we need to see Get this down. Is we are a body. Come on, say it with me. We are a body and we belong to each other. Say it with me. We are a body and we belong to each other. The thing that I want you to understand today is you are essential. You are needed. You are a part that's needed here at Pathway Church. And I got to, I just, I have a pet peeve, if you don't mind. just jump on my soapbox a little bit. The idea that we can just float around from church to church to church and never commit, never engage, never connect. We just bounce around and see what's going on in different places. And we're okay. We still stay a Christian. We're all, I'm going to tell you something right now. This is just me, okay, my opinion. I got, I got a pretty good base on that from what Paul is saying here. But this is just my opinion. That's nonsense. I mean, it's nonsense to hear Somebody say, well, I'm, I'm just going to be a Jesus follower without ever having anything to do with the church or ever really committing to a church or ever really going to church. I'm just going to be a Jesus follower. Friends, that's not biblical. It's really clear that's not biblical. Paul tells us that there can be no such thing as a Jesus follower who is not a part of a body. And that body needs you. Connection with Christ means connection with each other. That should have been a fill in the blank on this thing. But it's real. You say you are connected to Christ. John says it. If you say you love your brother, or love God rather, but you don't love your brother, it's not real. John says that very clearly in his letters. And so Paul is saying, you've got to be connected. We are a body and we belong to each other. We at Pathway Church believe this. And we've got to live it. We've got to practice it. And what does that mean? It means that you as well as I have got to live this out and realize that we are a part of each other. I was thinking this week, what if, what if you all showed up and I just decided to go to Disneyland today? Didn't tell anybody. Didn't even tell my family. Sorry, Brooke. Didn't even tell anybody. Just decided, you know what? I'm going to Disneyland. I want to ride the teacups today. I don't like the teacups. But anyway, I'm going to ride the teacups today, right? How would that, be a, how would that affect us here? Well, it would affect us, right? I play a lead role, and I get that. 
And so often we think, well, you know, if Bart or one of the staff or one of the kids' teachers or one of the sound people or whatever, you know, if they're gone, if they're missing, you know, then yeah, it affects us. But with me, you know, I'm just an attender. It's not a really big deal. I can just slide in, slide out. They'll never even know I'm gone. Really? Really? We know when you're gone. I mean, you, you ask anybody on the music team. When, when we have people that are gone, and, and I'm just being honest, okay? Again, I'm on my soapbox, okay? So just give me like a few minutes, all right? So often we think, well, it's not a big deal because it's just me, I'm gone. But it's never that way. In churches, it's never that way. On, on any given weekend, there's several people that choose to be gone. And I'm not saying you have to have perfect attendance. I'm not looking for that. I understand you have things, and I get that. But so often, I think we, we don't understand the effect that we have when we miss. Because this is our one time a week where we connect. And, and so often on, on any given weekend, you may have one person and they say, well, it's not a big deal, it's just me. But no, not really, because it's you and it's about 10 others. They're going to be gone that week. And you talk to anybody up here or in the sound booth and we feel it. Right? We feel it, Wayne, right? We feel it. We, we feel this momentum shift. We feel lower energy in the room. And depending on who you are, some of you are high energy people. We're like, yes, they're here today. You know what I'm saying? It's like, cause they're gonna engage. They're gonna energize our worship. They're gonna clap. They're gonna be a part of what we're doing. And, 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 so, and it's like, but when you're gone, there's something missing. You know why? Cause you are part of the body that I'm in. And I'm just one part. Jesus is the head of the body, and I'm, I just play one part, but so do you. And when we miss, man, we miss a lot. I mean, it's once a week. Have you ever thought about, like, if I miss, like, several in a row? Sometimes we, we disconnect, and we've disconnected for, like, a month. It's like, Wow, I, I need my name tag at that point because I don't remember who you are. You, you've disconnected from the body so long. It's like, wow, and we feel it. I know, I'm, I know I'm speaking to some of us here that are Pathway regulars because we feel it together. We, I, you guys come to me and they go, hey, where's so-and-so? Hey, we missed them. What's going on? Hey, you come to me quite often with those... And I, and I want to say, and I do say it, tell them, tell them you're missing them. You know why? They're a part of your body too. And when the right arm disconnects and goes walking its own way, don't you feel it? Okay, I'm off the box. We are a body and we belong to each other. Don't miss that. Would you bow your heads with me?